another week, another litany of examples that we are a terrible country when it comes to thinking forward, forward thinking even, and planning. You know, so I woke up this morning to Mike Hosking sighing and, and being concerned over the news that 40,000 people in rural and isolated New Zealand will never be able to stream the Rugby World Cup, even if they wanted to, because we haven't got the fibre there yet. The broadband is just not good enough. And even if you get the satellite broadband, it's just, just not fast enough. No kidding, though. No kidding. Um, you knew this was going to come up as a headline. Now, to be honest, I'm more confident than Mike about the whole thing, and I am actually impressed at the way Crown Infrastructure Partners have been rolling out the ultra-fast broadband around the country because it is a massive and expensive job. To give you an example, just to do Milldale, which is a new suburb for 9,000 residents, costs the Crown Infrastructure Partners $45 million, and that's near a city. When you start talking about getting fibres, you know, goodness knows, halfway up a mountain, you know, it's hard. But then again, the internet and broadband are not the newest technology on the planet. For a while now, we've been making decisions to base everything on the internet, such as the abortive census from last year, which we still haven't seen any results from a year on. So the point is, once we decided that the internet is the way to go, then everything should have been thrown at it. And here's a great point. Last century, our grandparents took sealed roads and electricity and telephones to almost every single house in New Zealand. It will be the same with fibre. It's just taken far too long. We just need to pull our finger out and maybe get some of Shane Jones' pot of cash off him. But, you know, a bit of forward thinking when you decided to go internet way. But we also woke up this morning to news that someone has decided that Auckland needs a light rail tunnel under their harbour and no new car lanes. Now, I'm not going to talk about the pros and cons of that idea here, but what I am going to note is the Auckland Harbour Bridge was built 60 years ago. Two years after it was built, it had to be doubled in size because so many people wanted to use it. Surely after that experience, planners back in the day Uh, should have realised that we were going to need either a replacement, a bigger one, or new capacity within the following 50 years. So I would have thought this sort of decision is one that probably should have been made at least a quarter of a century ago. And we're still undecided now. And then there's Queenstown and their desire for a tourist levy. Now, there's only 24,000 ratepayers in Queenstown, but the town has one of the highest visitor-to-resident ratios in the world. As the mayor says, no other city or district in New Zealand experiences the ratio of 34 international visitors per resident. The comparison in Auckland, it's one to one. In Christchurch, it's three to one. So to fund all the infrastructure that tourists need to flush the toilet is proving too much for the 24,000 ratepayers. And I get that. I understand that. But why didn't anyone else get that as more and more hotels and businesses were given approval over the years? It appears that Queenstown had a terrible 20-year plan 20 years ago. Yeah, okay, build your big uh, hotel. No problem. Oh, and you, and you, and you. We'll worry about some pipes later. You know. I know I've said this before. Don't even start me on the sky path, by the way. And I know I've said this before, and others have said it too, but I am just so tired of the reactive way we run this place instead of being proactive and forward-thinking. 
And could we please, please stop putting Band-Aids on our problems? The Hour. 